Good morning. You are listening to Capital Chat on KINY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me from Haynes, I have Sarah Elliott, the community coordinator for Big Brothers Big Sisters. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? You know, I'm doing real good. We got some nice weather outside. It's actually hot enough in the studio for me to warrant having the fan on. <laughs> Yes, very exciting. I'm located in Haines, and it's a beautiful, sunny day here as well. Well, that's always good to hear. But what's going on with Big Brothers Big Sisters? I know you don't have any super big events going on, but I know you're still looking for volunteers. We are always looking for volunteers, specifically male volunteers. Um, Big Brothers Big Sister agencies across the country. We're an umbrella organization. Um, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Alaska. We're part of Big Brothers Big Sisters of America. And there's always a surplus of female volunteers, but not males. And so um, how it works is it's a mentorship organization. So we match up volunteers with youth that enroll in our system that um, come in for a variety of um, reasons. We, we really believe that every youth um, benefits from having an additional supportive adult in their life. And so a, a lot of families are fortunate enough to organically have that person in their life, you know, maybe an auntie or a neighbor or coach. Um, and if you don't have that, Big Brothers Big Sisters can um, create that for you. You know, I, I look at it as, as an organization that can facilitate something that a lot of families might organically have. Um, and so always looking for male volunteers. We have a lot of female volunteers that come to us, but we always need male volunteers. And then we need female littles. And so if you are listening and you're interested in volunteering, please sign up. Or if you're listening and interested in um, signing up a youth in your home. We're accepting applications for youth between the ages of 6 and 16, and our matches meet two to four times per month. So for some matches, they're very routine, like they might meet every Saturday at 10 a.m., and they do kind of the same activity. Or I have a match in Juno that they love to play board games, and they do that pretty much every Monday after work. Um, other matches are a little bit more inconsistent, you know, and so it really kind of bases is based on the volunteer and the, the youth and their family and kind of what their, you know, what their summer's looking like or their school year's looking like. Um, and if you want to enroll, you can always go right to our website. We enroll through there. It's www.bbsak.org. Okay. Now, I'm a little curious. Why do you think there is that kind of inverse sort of, I'm throwing my science hat on a little bit now. Why do you think there is that kind of inverse mm -hmm. relation where you have more female volunteers, but you need more female littles, but you need more male volunteers, but you have more male littles? I think that's the kind of interesting thing going on there. You know, I'm not a social scientist, but I, um, I, I know in my life, there's a lot of females that step up to do things and there's maybe some males that maybe are, maybe they, they are concerned that they don't know what they could bring to a relationship. Um, you know, or maybe they're, they, they are concerned about the kind of guardrails that are set up. Um, and so what we tell people is like, you're not big. Like I, I have this other great match and you know, that they were struggling to connect consistently. And I told the big, I said, Hey, you know, if you're going to do your errands, just check in and see if he wants to come along with you. You know, like maybe you, uh, you know, get a hot dog when you're at that location where you pick up your groceries, you know, like just, just bring them along with you. So it's not a chore or it's not another responsibility in your life. Cause the summers are crazy in all of our Alaska communities because we're piling everything in. And so I think 
sometimes there might be just a little resistance in males because they kind of are like, well, if I get set up with this kid, what am I going to do with them? And it can be as easy as taking, you know, your dog for a walk and bringing the youth along. Or, um, you know, if you're going out fishing on the boat, bring the youth along. If you like to go hiking, bring your youth along. And we don't match based on a first come, first serve. We match based on preferences and traits. And so if you're, uh, you know, if you're really into gaming and you love these elaborate board games, we're going to match you with the youth that wants to do that. You know, if you're someone that is constantly moving and if it's any kind of sunny day and you know you are outdoors doing something, we're going to match you with a kid that maybe their grandma enrolled them and says, just get this kid outside, get them some fresh air, you know, get them some exercise. We'll match you with that kid. And um, and so I, I think it might have a little bit to do with that. And then I wonder on the youth side if it's the same thing if, um, you know, sometimes girls mature a little bit quicker and, and maybe they're... Um, their characteristics that they need more support with aren't as readily obvious as maybe a boy. But um, I encourage anyone who has any youth in their home, boy or girl, but specifically girls that just want a little additional support, sign up. Okay. And I wasn't expecting you to do give me a huge, super in-depth social science answer. Just one of those like, <laughs> huh, that's interesting. I want to kind of just want to get your thoughts yeah. on that. Because it's something that gets my attention. I'm like, yeah, okay. And- Go ahead. Yeah, it is interesting. It's something we evaluate. And it's something that's really exciting that we just heard about about two weeks ago is we applied for a grant through um, CBJ for the Juno Youth Activities Program. And so I'm currently working on mapping out activities for our matches to do because that's another, um, I think, prohibitor when we have volunteers signing up is that big question of, well, what am I going to do? And so now we have funds from CBJ. We're very grateful for that to have activities. So we're, you know, looking at, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, like, names on the air, but, you know, like, looking at um, the rock dump and the pool, you know, pool parties and um, the Gold Town Movie Theater, like, just having different events set up. The Elks Lodge is always really generous, and they host a cooking activity for us. And so the idea is to have one mat- monthly match activity. So at least once a month, you know, like, oh, there's this happening on Saturday that's a free activity that I can take my little two that's facilitated. And so it takes any of the planning purposes out of it. Okay. And I was going to say, and like, and I'm assuming that you guys try and do a lot of those sort of styles of larger match events, or is that kind of a newer thing? No, we've always done, we've, we've always done that. Um, we have previously pre pandemic had a lot more staff in Juno, so we could be a lot more active hosting more activities. Um, and so we're, we're, working on hiring more and that's a struggle that i know that every agency specifically nonprofits, are struggling with is you know being fully staffed Um, but we always try to have group activities our mentorship model is meeting one-to-one and so you're just providing that undivided attention for a child but we love to have a group activity where matches can get together and connect and you know we it's pretty cool when we have matches come together because there's volunteers that know each other i mean juno is such a small community but they don't know you know they they didn't know that they were each in the program and so that's always kind of fun or i was at a cooking class with the elks lodge at thunder mountain high school and there were two littles that are in the same class and they never talked about big brothers big sisters together you know and so they thought that was just wild that they both had bigs um we also accept big couples we have two big couple matches in juno and that's really great so if you're in a committed relationship you don't have to be married but 
you know, in a long-term committed relationship, you can enroll together. And so then you share that youth. And so that's really helpful. Like if you have a commercial fisherman or if you have a teacher in these relationships that maybe somebody has a little more time in the winter or someone else has a little more time in the summer, you can kind of share. So you can do things together or you can say, hey, like I'm, you know, gillnet season started, I am busy. And then maybe your partner can can share that load during your busier times. Okay. And now here's an, I got a sort of more of a fun kind of challenge question for you. If you say, if someone was listening right now and Mm -hmm. they were sort of kind of up and debating whether or not they wanted to, you know, enroll and be a big, what would your sort of sales pitch to them be? What would you say to convince them to enroll? I, number one, just, just give it a try. We ask everyone to commit to at least one year. So you're not committing to the next 10 years of your life. And, and we will find that youth that's right for you, you know? And so if you think about when you're enrolling and we, we do an interview process that's over the Zoom platform, so it's pretty easy for everybody, like what you would want to do with a youth. And we will find that youth, or maybe they're already in the queue, maybe they're ready to be batched. We already have um, several littles that are in the queue, meaning they're, you know, ready to be matched and we're just waiting for bigs. And we'll find that little so that it's, it's not a burden, it's not a hindrance, it's something really fun. And I think that that's something that um, isn't always expressed, is that our mentors um, find, you know, serving and um, volunteering is mutually beneficial. And so it's really sweet. Like some matches, I, I would say maybe an average match is about five years, but we do graduate a lot of matches when the youth graduate from high school in the spring. And when we close those matches out, it's always just so inspiring of, you know, hearing the bigs talk about watching, you know, this, this child grow into a teenager and grow, you know, and, and attending college, you know, like bigs are helping youth select where they want to go to college and what they want to do with their life. You know, if they're going to trade school or they're working, they're helping with applications and scholarships. And so I think, um, look at the whole picture of like the holistic approach opposed to just serving a child, think about, you know, what you learned, like who mentored you and or what you wanted to hear, which nobody told you about maybe when you were that age, you know, and what you could bring to a match. And I think that everyone has something they can bring to a youth. And, and so it's just finding that time in your life to set aside to do that. Gotcha. Now, firstly, I'd like to thank you, Sarah, for taking the time to chat with me. I think we've had a pretty good conversation. Absolutely. Thanks for having me here. I always love talking about Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And if anybody ever wants to chat, you know, you can roll right on our website, www.bbbsak.org, or you can call me anytime, 907-223-9622, and I can talk about Big Brothers, Big Sisters all day long. (laughs) All righty. And with that, we'll wrap up the show. Thank you for coming on, Sarah. You've been listening to Capital Chat on KINY. All right. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.